On this week's show, some almost extinct attractions from Walt Disney World. Welcome back to These Amazing Places podcast, or the mouse moment in this case, because we do Disney podcasts, and that's our website for all Disney shows. Uh, this is show number 137 for the week beginning Monday, December 6th, 2010. Welcome again. Hopefully you are enjoying your Christmas holiday shopping at this point. Unfortunately, we did not have enough shows to completely do Christmas this month, but uh don't fear we will get to christmas eventually christmas will still come yes that's true (laughs) we're not the all saying whoever of the holidays no christmas yeah (laughs) i am adam and here's doug hey everybody okay uh this week we are going to make a uh what is it i want to say last minute stop into toontown specifically we're going to be going into uh, Minnie and mickey's country houses and uh we're going to try, I think, to play some little sounds and stuff in there. Uh, just kind of take you through what those houses are about. Uh, little things that go on inside of them. They're very popular places. And then I think we're going to chat a little bit, too, about uh, some things that are going on, on in Toontown. The specific reason why I say last-minute stop is because Toontown will soon be gone and no more. And so we're going to ha- have, a, have a little discussion here about uh, a little bit of everything that has to do with Toontown. So uh, sit back and... Uh, Let's go. Have you seen our latest pictures at Flickr? Well, you can. Just go to our website, click on the Photos tab, and it'll take you from there. Or you can go to flickr.com slash photos slash theseamazingplaces. Book it now at theseamazingplaces.com. For more information, click on the Book It tab on our website. And we promise it won't make you sound like an elf. All right, so here we begin. Um, Hopefully, our hope right now is we're crossing our fingers as we record this, that by the time you listen to this, Toontown has not gone. The news on the street and the rumors are that uh, there's a good chance that they could be taking it down very soon, and it could have already been maybe slated to be taken down by now, but of course it's still up right, right now is, at this The word moment. was it was fall of uh, 2010, and we're into winter almost now. So Yeah. So uh, we figured, I mean, I haven't seen, hopefully it's decorated in Christmas uh, decorations, and they're not going to just take it down in the middle of Christmas. But who knows? In the construction schedule, it might need to be taken down at any moment. So, in any case, uh, we have not really covered a Disney attraction in a little bit. We did Hollow Wishes and the Halloween things. But if you are a new listener and you haven't listened back to any of our Disney stuff, we generally have tried to cover Walt Disney World in a way that gives you a good touring idea to capture just specific moments of things like attractions and lands and stuff like that. So that's all we're doing on this show. And uh, hopefully, once again, it'll be there and you'll you'll be able to see it the next time you go. And if not, you've never been there, well, we will be talking. We Hopefully, if there's enough time, we'll talk about what's to replace it and some details there. All right. So uh, we're going to begin just uh, giving you a little overview of what's in Mickey's Toontown Fair. Uh, the original... 
idea was that this was going to be a temporary land, and it ended up being a permanent land, which now is going to go back to being a temporary land because Fantasyland is expanding and taking over. But, of course, Mickey's Toontown Fair is in Magic Kingdom, which in, is the main park in Walt Disney World, Florida. Um, several things are in uh, Mickey's Toontown Fair, and I'll just briefly say them, and then we'll go through them in more detail. Uh, first of all, according to the map here in order, uh, Mickey's, uh, sorry, Minnie's Country House, then there's Mickey's Country House, then there's the Toontown Hall of Fame tent, the Judge's Tent, there's a Walt Disney World Railroad stop in Mickey's Toontown, there is Donald's Boat, and then there is the Barnstorm Barnstormer at Goofy's Wiseacre Farm. And there is one dining location that is designated here, but it's just a snack place. It's Farmer's it, Market, is that correct? Yep, it's called Toontown yeah. Farmer's Market, and it is frozen lemonade and snacks. So. Yeah. That's a basic overview. Um, I think in general, when you're visiting Toontown, one of the biggest things that I I want to give my opinion. Well, actually, I'll yeah. ask you first, and then I'll give you my opinion. All right. Where would you go if you're getting into the park? Would you go to Toontown first? Would you stop other places first? What would you do? If uh, you're Now, adults, kids, no, I think Toontown actually is a real good start because it's a primer without a lot of attractions and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, and so you could probably take your kids if you have young ones, uh, up through Tomorrowland, I would kind of probably go that direction and head around and come into Toontown from the other side. Okay. Which is going to bring you out by like Winnie the Pooh and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think it's a, actually a real nice start um, just because you can, we have Mickey and Minnie's house Yeah. there. And yeah. it's a nice little whimsical area, which mm-hmm. is good for kids. My, so. my opinion is it gets busy in the afternoon, so I definitely would head there either, if it's not your first stop, be your second stop. And... If I would pick, if you're a rider of rides and you like rides, I would go to Space Mountain, get a fast pass, and then head to Toontown. There you go. If you don't like rides, I would go to Fantasyland and hit like Winnie the Pooh and Peter Pan, and then go to Toontown. We could always too. Do they have fast pass to Tomorrowland Speedway? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna yeah. say because you could always grab that, but yeah, yeah but I didn't think they did. Generally, but. I mean, I haven't paid attention to that line, but. Generally, that line's not extremely busy. Right. I was just thinking of the really busy things, which would be yeah. Peter Space Pan, Mountain. Space Mountain, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Yep, so right. and uh, Peter Pan does have fast pass. So anyway, get That's those. That's a great one though to get a fast pass for. You're right, Peter yeah, Pan. Yeah, it's very valuable. Uh, street value is probably pretty high. I would say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> street value on yeah. Toontown even. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, head on Street over. Street value. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, That's yeah, a different you know, look. <laughs> didn't you try to sell some fast passes when we were in Disney? I mean, hey, I kid, think I just... if you give me your Mickey bar, I'll give you a fast pass to Peter yeah. Pan. You know, That's like five bucks value right there. No, right? actually, we... we no, we didn't really. I was no, say, I, know, I know. On Halloween night, we well, on the Halloween party, we went around and offered fast passes for bags of candy. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good, but... Uh, yeah. So yeah. anyway, anyway. Um, so that's what my opinion would be. Uh, definitely a good place for kids to go and uh, yeah, we'll, well, we'll, think about we'll get it. into that. It's not really like we... a high speed ride unless you take them on barnstormers. But but if you take them through the houses, it's whimsical. There are neat little things to see. There are sounds and stuff like that. Which you're gonna hear all you know well, little things. Here we're gonna and go there. into it. So right. let's so yeah, let's go for just, it. Let's um, just okay. jump into it. Well, okay. Uh, let's just start in uh, Mickey's Country House. I'm just going to read a little description here. The reason why I'm doing this is there's a lot of things that Adam and I did not know about Mickey and Minnie's Country Houses. And so by me kind of reading through a description, 
if you get in there, you're going to be able to do some things that we didn't know you could do. So be prepared, though. It's usually very busy in there, and I would say as it gets closer to closing, it's probably going to get busier. So just be prepared for that. Anyway, uh, I'm just going to read this. Mickey's Country House. A walkthrough tour of Mickey's bright yellow house is a must-see for any fan of the of the mouse. Sports are the main theme of this distinctly masculine abode. Definitely, you can uh, you can hear that as you walk through the um, uh, through the living room area of his yeah. house. You can hear a football game. That first there's that first game. room on the left, which is his bedroom, I believe. But then as soon as you turn around and point to the other direction to get to go to the other house. Yeah, the TV's on, and you can see the sports decorations and his team spirit of a, a just, yeah, and definitely. And the constant sound of the alarm going off whenever <laughs> kids try to get into his living yeah, room. Yeah, that was an interesting thing. I've heard that before on another show, and I didn't know what the heck it was until we got there. And it, so now, yeah. It, now the Imagineers did a good job, because the kids definitely, when they hear the alarm, they go the other direction. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, a force field there. You break it even with your camera, Yeah, and it'll go if, off. If you lean so. over too far, yeah. Yeah. Okay, out in the backyard, you'll see Pluto's doghouse as you check out the garden, where you'll find the large Mickey-shaped pumpkins of the pumpkins of the pump, pumpkinus maximus species. Uh, meander through Mickey's garage, which was really cool. I yeah, don't know. There was, was a lot of neat little things mm -hmm. to just look around uh, there. Uh, and look for all the not-so-hidden Mickeys before moving along into the judge's tent where you can personally meet and greet Mickey Mouse himself. Uh, and then it's, of course, talks about long lines are expected. Uh, if you have a, a child that absolutely must meet Mickey, it's worth the wait. So, of course, it would be. And so, yeah, and Adam and I kind of discussed that a little bit. Uh, that I think that is what makes the line so long. A lot of people are just trying to make their way through to get back to the judge's tent to meet uh, to meet Mickey. But and so then their kids and they. You all don't have to go that things. way. You can go the main way. No, but, but of course everybody I think does. They yeah. Just cut through the house. Yeah, and but it is neat to look at the stuff through Mickey's house. Um, one thing I, I'm sure we'll say it a little more maybe later. One thing I found that as we were there, you can kind of you kind of see a little storyline that happens that is not something that you would just say, oh, they just put these props here for whatever reason. And you can actually see into the life of how Mickey lives, and uh, you know stuff stuff like well, we'll go into it later. In fact, at the front of Toontown, there's even a little bit of a storyline going on with the. What's his name? Pete, the guy who's given gas. Oh, yeah. yeah it's gulp right. gas. And, and you'll find that Pete is one of those guys who's a swindler. He'll, crook, he'll, yeah. He's a crook. He's <laughs> yeah. trying to steal things. And so you look at the gas and you're like, well, wait a second. This doesn't look like gas. It's water. And, of course, that's what he's doing. He's selling water or watered-down gas and different things like that. And the storyline of that is it's kind of unique to just watch that throughout. the golf and golf dis discussion yeah. that we had? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did have that. We, had, we heard this... We we didn't uh, we didn't talk about this on the show yet, but we heard it from uh, another show, and it's there's a big storyline, and it's amazing that Imagineers put all that effort into something just, that was supposed to be temporary. Even yeah, yeah, but even just the fact that you'd think Mickey's Toontown, who cares? It's just a kids thing. I don't even want to go there. But if you're very interested in the storylines that Disney has to offer, it's one of those things where you just look around and you find these things just right. hidden in areas and you're just like... And Mickey's garage, we just talked about his house, his garage is full of that. Uh, there's a... Was there's it Quaker? What was it? Quaker I don't know. oil? Oh, it's Mojave oil. Mojave, thank you. Yeah, yeah that's what Mojave it is. Mojave oil Which is... makes reference back over to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it's... so. The, what is it? 
uh, backlot tour, right? Well, in backlot tour, the tanker truck at the back end used to have Mojave oil on it, and that's in Catastrophe Canyon, and that was just that's pretty and cool. It also <laughs> used to have an oil thing at the front of the park on the right side, when where you get your at wheels the, oiled yep. at the stop, the whatever it's called, the station that it was you know mirrored like the fifties um, stop shop where you go you drive them get your gas and they when they used to clean your windshield yeah full service, service gas station, station full service gas station but they'd that's have funny to Adam that's funny that you would be like service station and I'm thinking. I remember that. <laughs> no, sorry, that's, wasn't around. No, that's cool. Then, that's, that's actually kind of cool. So yeah. anyway, uh, that more is available, and uh, okay, might so, as well go and to yeah, another so place. That kind of finishes up with uh, Mickey's. Just there's a lot of things to see and do in there, uh, but uh, there were some other things even actually in Minnie's that that I didn't know about. So we're just going to kind of jump through these. Uh, Minnie's Country House is a whimsical lavender and baby pink bungalow decorated with hearts and flowers, which reflects Mickey's favorite girl, Minnie Mouse. Minnie's many interests are revealed as you walk through the rooms. In the living room, uh, you see Minnie's eclectic taste in furniture, as well as her family and friends' photographs. I do remember these. Yeah. Uh, the, just the little photographs that were all over the walls and how they really made it feel like her home uh-huh. it was kind of cool yeah uh, as you walk through her craft room you see that Minnie is a very artistic person or mouse uh, she sews makes pottery paints and spins fabric be sure to note her Norman Rockwell-esque self-portrait I do remember this portrait because I think I even said to you at the time oh it reminds me of Norman Rockwell yeah uh, and her prize winning painting of Donald Duck as Blue Boy that's funny uh, Minnie is editor of Minnie's Cartoon Country Living Magazine and as you walk through her office, you can check the latest messages on her answering machine, which I think we we've got a little bit of uh, got a little bit of stuff there, so that we can play uh, about the answering machine. Also, I apologize. This we were with a loud crowd. It's kind of noisy to hear, but we're at least going to play this a little bit, just to give you a feel for the sounds coming from the answering machine. And her house is also full of those sounds that you can hear even if you go close to the radio. And you just listen to, because you don't really hear the radio playing until you get close to it, especially if there's a lot of people, like when we were standing there, there's a lot of people. But it's just funny to hear the tunes running, and I think they even say... Tunetronics radio. Yeah, correct. I was going to yes. say, there's a radio station, very similar to the Animal Kingdom over in the uh, Yeah, which we're going to get to at some point, yeah, yeah, over in Dino Land. Yeah. Um, some cool stuff there. Just stuff that's hidden, it's just cool to see and hear that it's like, wow, that's pretty cool, and yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, okay. Keep let's going. see here. Uh, okay, so we talked about the answering machine. Uh, she see how she's doing on checking off tasks on her to-do list, many of which are uh, 
call Mickey. <laughs> yeah. uh, you'll probably spend most of the time in Minnie's kitchen. This was actually very cool, but it was very busy when we were in there, so it was hard to get near stuff. There are lots of interactive activities. This is the stuff we didn't know, so everybody, if you hear this and you're there, check this stuff out. Uh, you can bake a quick rising cake at the touch of a button on her oven or pop up a fresh batch of noisy microwave popcorn open the door this is cool this is this is what i gave you before we started up yeah. on the mics i looked at adam and said oh this is cool um uh, open the door to minnie's refrigerator and you'll feel a blast of icy cold air ah, isn't that cool, cool? Uh-huh. uh let's see here be sure to check out all the cheesy dairy products minnie keeps on hand she even has cheese flavored ice cream I don't know about that, but anyway. Yeah, well, she's uh, a mouse. So. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. Uh, after you've toured Minnie's house, you can take a pleasant stroll in her garden, which, you know what? Let's just play a second here of the silence of the garden. you got to remember, right on the other side of this house is a very busy street, and uh, the barnstormer and everything else is right across the street. So if you're out in front of her house, you'll hear all this noise. You get beside her house and just listen to the silence of the garden. And I think we even talk a little bit about some... Don't we talk about some stuff? How the, quiet it is? No, well, we were talking about the cattails being oh, corn, yeah. Yeah. corn stalks, and you yeah. can hear it. Well, I'll play it. Let's play that right now. Okay. It's funny. These plants aren't really corn. Uh-uh. They look like it. Yeah. It looks more like a cattail. Yeah. Okay, uh, uh, I also have some touring tips here. Uh, hidden Mickey alert is in Minnie's craft room. There's a portrait of Clarabelle Cow with a hidden Mickey. Also, take a look at the wallpaper border, and you'll see what you can spy. Uh, let's see, the attraction is uh, wheelchair EV- ECV accessible. Traffic flows are fairly smoothly, uh, fairly smooth through uh, Minnie's house. Oof, I, I, I guess. It was that's busy. It's a busy place. Well, um, when we were there, it was busy at one thirty in the afternoon. Right. Yeah. But when we when you're there late and it's uh, in the evening and everyone's heading out of the park, Do that's that. a great time to go. That's then. the time to get through. It says allow twenty minutes to, uh, for the walkthrough, and try all the hands-on activities. Definitely try them. That's why we put them in here. Uh, kids and characters. Uh, Minnie's house and all of uh, Mickey's Toontown Fair is perfect for preschoolers. Obviously, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. Uh, Okay, Minnie and other Disney characters are typically not found inside Minnie's country house, but you won't have to, to go far uh, to find them. Exit the house, walk to the left to the Toontown Hall of Fame to see Mickey and others. And it says, note, occasionally Minnie appears in her backyard. That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, but it's not scheduled or announced. Check your daily times guide for times and locations uh, of other meet and greet opportunities in Mickey's Toontown Fair. Yeah, so after you do that, just go over to the judges' tent and uh, the Hall of Fame tent. Those are definitely two places that you can catch characters throughout in the Magic Kingdom. Although, I don't want to say it's always the best place to catch the characters because we've talked about it before, especially on a kid's show, I think. We said that Epcot has a big character greeting spot yep. that is actually pretty popular. Um, actually, not always popular, but at the same time, it's you wouldn't think Epcot would be a place. But anyway... This is a, one of the biggest places in the Magic Kingdom well, to catch remember, a bunch of characters. Well, since it is like scheduled and set up that they're there, you're going to wait in massive lines where yes. a lot of times if you catch them in a meet and greet area to where they're not always there, you might just happen to come up on them and not have to wait an hour. Yeah. So an and, hour out of your day is a lot of time. And, and the thing about like that, that is it's usually the Fab Five is right there, which yeah. is, 
you know, Pluto and Goofy and stuff and Donald too. So it's not like other places I'm thinking of like Adventureland is where you see Aladdin and Jasmine and them because it fits with the Adventureland stuff. And they're always out there. <laughs> yeah, and they are. Yeah. And so that's a good place for them. But if you want, if you're into the character autographs and or your kids are, you want to go do that or meet them or whatever, or get pictures with them. That's probably the best place to go is Toontown. And again, if you go early, don't have to wait on those lines. You can go through right. the houses then even later after the characters and still be fine. Yeah, try to catch them in the off so. times. Okay, so after that, um, you don't have any more notes. So nope, that's just... it on those, really. I just definitely wanted to make sure that people knew, especially I thought the stuff in Minnie's house was very cool. I know that, uh, well, girls or boys, young alike, are going to like the fact that you kind of have the interactive stuff with the open, you know, open the refrigerator and the oven and yeah. stuff like that. And it is going away, so uh, it, we don't know if who, we haven't heard up it's, to right it's now. It's definitely on a countdown. We, we, I mean... Yeah, but Nobody we haven't heard if they're going to bring it back yet. Right. So there's rumors, yes. There's others. Of course, we'll have to wait and see. So uh, it's a very popular place for kids, I would say. But and a lot of like picture spots, too, I should say, within the house. Chairs mm -hmm. that you can set in. It's really neat. The house, the roof lines of the houses and the colors and all that stuff are really cool. Mm -hmm. But then the furniture on the inside is perfect. If your kids want to hop up in these big chairs that yeah. they have, take a picture of them in that. That's That definitely be a picture to remember. Yeah, that is kind of fun. Not only that, but in more in Toontown, there, of course, we mentioned there is a train station, and uh, it is probably the basic, most basic train station you will see in Disney. It's just a kind of a generic blue-framed train station. Iron well, railing. Iron yep. framing, I should yeah. say. And uh, so it, of course, will probably more than likely be changed around to a Fantasyland train stop because Toontown will no longer be there. And then uh, there is the Wiseacre, uh, what is it called? Goofy's Wiseacre Farms yeah. roller coaster thing. Yeah, the bar, uh, Barnstormer. Barnstormer. Yeah, yeah. It, Barnstormer at Wiseacre Farms. Which looks Farms, really so. cool. Adam and I didn't ride it because we were afraid we'd get stuck in it. Yeah. So, anyway. There's a story it. about that with the Universal yeah. ride, but we'll get there we'll eventually. We'll get around to that. Just remember, <laughs> hippogriff. <laughs> anyway, we will so, get to that. Yeah, so anyway, it's a, it's a kid's roller coaster, but... Uh, you know, adults can ride it with their with your child and uh, and be fine. And it's not like a crazy thing. Obviously, no. it's a kids roller coaster. But there's interesting storylines to go with that that kind of go with things. I think we even stood. Now that I think about it, I think back we were recording hopefully, and we stood in front of the and took some pictures right around the roller coaster area. And there were like different things in the planner bed. I I should listen back to that audio and there's see if I can play There's constant sound. Some. I know that going on. Yeah. So you can hear, I mean, uh, in some of the audio even, if you play like in the backyard, if you play enough of, I think it's actually in Mickey's backyard, coming around, um, you can hear the train in the distance with the bell yeah. and the whistle from the train and everything coming in. Mm -hmm. So, and then, of course, when you're back out on the street, it's just a lot of sound. Yeah. With people talking, you can hear Tomorrowland Speedway. There's, it's a busy, busy area. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, other than that, um, I think we'll stop there with that because uh, who knows when it's going to be gone. We will be releasing some video, hopefully. Yeah. If I can, ha if I have time to get it together, it's. I don't know if it's going to be. Hopefully, it'll be on the podcast feed for you to download, and then uh, we'll put it up on YouTube because YouTube has now become the ultimate archival of rides that are disappearing. Yeah. Um, there's old rides you can go listen to and watch from old old disney attractions of people recording them on vhs vhs tapes that are no longer around well, and hopefully YouTube, if you're so. listening to this a year from now you can at least enjoy it as hey this is a classic attraction yeah and so we actually have it in video and pictures and audio so 
Yeah, and we knew that going in, that it was going away. That's so what, yeah, yeah, we really wanted to do it before it went away. So so on another note, something is replacing it, and we have talked about this in the past when they first announced it. There's a little bit more information out now, although there are still changes being made as we speak, and there's still ground being dug up as we speak, and uh, stuff is not going to really be opening until about 2012, if I yeah, remember. 12, 13 even. And 13 is yeah. the, supposed to be the finished product. Right. Yep. Um, but I have some notes. Do you want me to just yeah, go into it? Yeah, let's head into this. Okay. I know little pieces of this, but yeah, you can kind of head us through it. Overall, it's basically Fantasyland is expanding. And so during this transition, it's going to be closed. Parts of it will be closed. They've already taken down Ariel's Grotto at this time and different things. And many of you know about that by now if you're listening to this. Or maybe you don't if you haven't listened to our show in a while. Um, but several things are coming that are new. Um and I'm just going to talk about the main attractions. There is a new attraction, a Little Mermaid attraction. That's called I forget what it's called, but it's like Ariel's yeah, something like, or other. Yeah. It's a Little Undersea Mermaid. Undersea Adventure or something. Yeah, like and it yeah. is. Um, there's not really details that have gone out, except for um, it's going to be more like a, a dark ride. Moat. It looks like a large moat around it. Isn't so. it? Isn't it inside though? I'm thinking it's inside. Well, yeah, the, the the attraction itself will be inside. That's what I'm not sure. I think the moat will actually be outside. Okay. I think. But yeah. I just you know it'll be cool to see them bring water back to that area. For anybody who knows the classic, what this area used to be was the uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Well, well I generally, I think it was, was generally because closer to Fantasyland was, was closer that. Closer to Pooh, actually. Yeah, to the Pooh attraction, which yeah. is now it's all been dug up. So and they're expanding way yeah. back, but. Anyway, there is that attraction, the Dumbo, the classic Dumbo ride that everyone loves to ride. They actually thought, we need to expand this, so they have doubled it. It is instead of one single ride, it will be two rides, and it will be under a larger tent, and they are calling this a mini land. With the interactive queue. And And the interactive queue is something that is beyond what maybe just Disney fans would talk about, because it's a theme park first. In the sense that you are now getting to the point, and Disney is getting to the point where you can go to a theme park, and you don't have to wait in line necessarily, but you can be entertained and kind of have a mini attraction before the actual attraction. Which is what they always try to do, as they bring about these things about. If anybody's ever waited to get on Dumbo, you're out in direct sun yeah. right now, and so this is going to be fantastic because mm-hmm. you look and you see. Parents are just, they're suffering. Yeah. Because the kids want to go on it maybe once, twice, three times, and you're in direct sunlight, standing on, you know, concrete the whole mm-hmm. time. And so. there are several attractions already that are almost to the point of very close to what this attraction might be like in the queue line. Um, if you think of the new Space Mountain refurbishment, they now have video games. Soren over in Epcot has, like, these interactive things so that you're not just standing in line waiting. Um there is the Toy Story, um, Mr. Potato Head, and the Toy Story Midway Mania attraction that you can interact with and he can talk back to you. There was even evidence at one point they did a test run over in uh, Hollywood Studios with the Rock and Roller Coaster in that queue area because it's kind of a kind of a closed off area where they could create this open queue thing that they're kind of trying to create with this Dumbo attraction. And they did some test phases where you could. You basically got like a ticket, and you could just go do whatever you wanted until your ticket was called. So then you got in line. line. Right. So yeah. that's even farther than just standing in line with something to do. It's actually right. just have an area where you can run around in until it's time to go, which makes your time go even faster, and you're not having to just kind of wait. And you know, which is 
I think the direction they're going to start taking everything. That's what I yeah. Because it's it's terrible to be in line with a child who's bored. Because you know how great the attraction is if you can just get them there, but you can't get them there any faster than than you, you know you can get to the attraction, mm-hmm. and it ruins the whole experience sometimes just because if you're waiting for 45 minutes, that's an eternity yes. for a child, and so they're working a lot on on reshaping that and making it a much more interactive environment for I the think, kids. Yeah, definitely, and I think it will bring a new face to theme park attractions in that regard, and I'm almost guessing that other theme parks will definitely start to take that shape. In fact, now that I think about it, since we rode the, the Forbidden Journey over in Harry Potter and Universal, I'm thinking that attraction could very easily become one of those kinds of queues. Yeah. Because there are those queues where you have the entertainment of the the characters and whatever in that queue, but they could definitely do something else and make that. They'll probably follow the suit of Disney if they choose to spend the money on it and do that. Um, we talked about the train station because Toontown is not going to be the Toontown station, so it's definitely going to be a station, we think, because... It's going to be interesting, though, too, because how do you bring that train through there? It will break the, you know, because they always try to set the, the scene, uh-huh. and so if you have aerials, you have this train running through the back of it. I think that you'll see them enclose it, kind of like the train will run through a tunnel. Yeah. Through that area. Perhaps. I believe that's probably what's going to happen, and it'll yeah. always poke out farther up, mm-hmm. and then they can put some kind of a whatever, however they want but to theme. But regardless, I think it needs to be a stop because it is, it's three, there's three stops yeah. in the yeah, Magic they Kingdom. The they won't get away. rid of it, right. so it's definitely going to be something. That is, I mean, that's kind of an attraction, but it's at least a stop in Fantasyland area, or will be. And then the final one that I'm pretty excited about is the Beauty and the Beast restaurant. And I don't want to say I'm excited because it's Beauty and the Beast, but I'm excited because we we had talked about food in the past. It was off mic. We were driving to work one day. That we brought up food and how the Magic Kingdom has a lot of good food places. I mean, not a lot of good food places compared right. to maybe like an Epcot or yeah. whatever. And there are good food places. It's mediocre. They're just... And there's not a lot. You know right. what I mean? Like... Like we've we've spoken about a lot of them in the past, especially the ones that we've hit. Um, in fact, look look for the future. We're gonna do a dining show eventually right. on Walt Disney World and get more in de- detail about just food. But I was thinking last night I was flipping through channels on the Food Network. I don't know his, his name's Guy. I think he's got crazy spiky hair. Guy Fierro. Yeah. And he was in Disneyland, and they were making candy canes for Christmas. They were doing all this gingerbread stuff, and That's I was cool. just thinking about back to our trip a couple months ago how. The food comparison from anything that I've ever eaten before was just amazing. It had this richness to it. It was so good. And and anyway, I'm just thinking, I bet this Beauty and the Beast restaurant is going to... And plus, it's going to put some wind into the sails of the other restaurants, hopefully, in the park. So yep. the rest of them kind of have to step up their game. Well, what I'm thinking about is how Cinderella Castle is like probably the most popular restaurant there. And that's because you get to eat in the castle and you get to have a character greet. Not only that, usually I've heard from people I haven't been on it. The food is okay. Right, it's not the, the greatest. Okay. You're there. It's usually the you're in the castle. Theming. Yep. This place, I'm thinking, is going to up the ante with not only its themed, like awesome area of being in the Beast's castle and eating dinner or whatever the I don't even know the whatever storyline. Whatever happens to be, yeah. But the food, I'm sure, is going to be upped because it's just Good one luck of those ever things. Good getting in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you know, I, I know. Disney doesn't put numbers out, but I've heard that Fantasyland is the most visited spot in any of the parks. It's the most visited land Uh in any of the parks. And so, yeah, uh, good luck ever getting in there to eat and stuff. It's going to be, this place Mm -hmm. is going to be really crowded. 
Yeah. So. So that's the main part of what they have planned. I've also recently heard, and it's kind of rumors now at this point, the original thought was fantasy land for princesses, you know, girls and whatever, they're going to be dressed up. And then it came across what happened to the boys right. and what are they going to be doing. And so there's probably going to be some changes that we'll see fairly soon. I would soon. say it'll be to the, uh, yeah, that mode area. I'd say that they'll do some other stuff. Yeah. And so I think that's going to bring some better instances for boys and pirates or I, who knows what they're going to do. Or they'll find but, a good mixture. Yeah. I mean, that's possible and that's what Disney does. So, mm-hmm. um, Also, they've rethemed the queue to uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yes. So it hasn't. That's pretty recent. That is, yeah, just within the last what three weeks. Yeah. I think it opened. So. So it's uh, already it's starting to shake the shape of this new Fantasyland feel that actually kind of reminds me of the new Tomorrowland that they redid back in I think it was '94 was it or Uh, something like that. No, Disney World. Disney World. Okay. Because the original Tomorrowland was not. It was okay. It was whatever. It is usually the land that they left when they built the park to just kind of wait for later upgrades but because they didn't know what the heck they i still don't think they know what they want to do well, Tomorrowland, but that's another show yeah, <laughs> anyway yeah. um, but it's Tomorrowland; it's always changing yeah. so um but anyway so that's kind of the basic overflow of it again 2013 is a good place and i'm going to bring the question up again we talked about it on the on a show that we've talked about fantasy land question to you i'm going to see if you come up with the same answer or not do you go now to Walt Disney World if you've got the money, or do you wait in a couple we years? We have talked about this on another yeah. show. Um, no, I would wait. Okay. There you go. Especially if you have young kids. Mm-hmm. And the, now the thing is, though, do you wait until 2014? Because if you take them in 2013, it's going to be a madhouse. Mm. So do you, I mean, do, do you just jump in the water see, and See, that's for it? relative because, in my opinion, summer is always a madhouse. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. So you learn how to make your way around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, do extra magic hours, do things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Actually... We, I think we've covered a good amount of getting around the parks in the crazy yep. carrot crowds. So hopefully if everyone's listened to our show that's up to this point, they've gotten an idea, even if it is a madhouse, and even if it is squeltering hot and you can boil an egg on your forehead, that you can actually stay cool, have fun, and, and this actually and can be a great place, even for that, when it's hot and everything. Yeah. It looks like, I mean, they're thinking in that direction now, that especially with kids. You don't want to just, adults, whatever, you can handle it. If you have to stand outside and sweat a little bit, yeah, but it can ruin a kid's day, yeah, and so and then which in turn ruins the parents' day. So, yep. So yeah, I think this is going to definitely go in that direction. Yeah. So on that note, uh, just be looking for some video, and as always, we of course we we try to say this on every show. If I don't put it in the beginnings, I'll say it again later in the show. Flickr has plenty of photos. We've taken multiple photos of this, so at least it'll be survivable on right. past if if tomorrow Toontown well, goes down. If they subscribe down. to our YouTube, when when we do get it up, it'll tell them. Because yes. I get emails yeah, whenever something new. Exactly. Comes up on my if we add up list. to, yeah. So if I you, don't think we've ever really said that before. No, but. but I guess I've kind of assumed everyone out there is, if you're a YouTube fan, you already know about this stuff. Anyway. Yeah. But, so, anyway, on that note, I think we'll take a break and finish the show out. Okay. All right, another show, another week. Hopefully you all are have enjoyed, most of all. Definitely send us something if you want to comment on anything we've said or add to anything we've said. Because Definitely add to, too. I mean, there's just no way. 
that we can hit every piece of everything that's in every place. So yeah. if you kind of can help us add to anything that maybe we've missed, yeah. let us know that. If you want to... If you want to be on the show or you want us to read it over the show, definitely when you contact us, let us know. Otherwise, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we usually do, so if you want to. Uh, I wanted to say uh, thanks. I don't know if they're a listener. Somebody favorited one of our photos on uh, yeah, it Flickr. Was the, uh, one of, it was actually the Ollivander's. Yeah, Ollivander's uh, Bookshop. So right Earth. away, one of our recent uploads, and it was cool to have that. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, You know what, so. too? I don't, I don't think we've ever really described it. We have thousands of pictures. On our Flickr site, we have so before. If you just go so, there, and many of them, of course, are of Disney. Many of them are other of other places, but there are thousands. I've spoken to some people about this. If you're not a Flickr user, maybe just kind of look into it a little deeper if you want to download something. Because I've told people, hey, you can just download any of our picture, and then they're kind of like, well, how do I do that? Specifically, right now, I'll tell you, you have to go into the photo itself, click on the different sizes. Like there's small, medium, large, and and, and then once you get to those sizes, you click the size you want to look at, and then it gives you the option to download that size. So the original, we leave it up to as big as the original size, which in some cases is a 12 megapixel camera in a lot of cases. But anyway, those are available for you to download at any time. It's, we put them out there on purpose. So it, that's how you get to it. Because I know some of our friends, I was out talking to them, and they're like, well, how do I download it? And there you go. There we if go. You, uh, okay. If Never you ever want that. it and uh, you want to download it. So other than that, um, I don't know. We've got a lot planned uh, in the future, many shows to cover for quite some time. But we will be hitting some more Universal Studios stuff, getting back to Walt Disney World things. Have a small, some small things planned for Christmas that we'll be talking about as we get closer to Christmas. And other it'll than be that, here before you know it, yeah. And then it'll be New Year's. Yeah, that's true. So, so, well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Anything more you want to comment? Nope. I'm gonna go back to sleep now. <laughs> Doug, Doug got no, it. Had an early yeah, morning this morning. It was. Yeah, I don't know that quite, the morning ever came. Really? So, oh, no, you just were just up all night. Went, so yeah, I was. Awake for a lot of hours. Anyway, yeah. hey, that's so, life. Everybody hey, does it. At least you're awake here now. Yeah, that's exactly right. We've done shows. I can remember that one oh, in February. February. You, I don't know what the show number like. is. Just anybody go back to there. And that was rough. I even turned it on one day and thought, oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was playing in slow motion. Yeah. So, we'll anyway, have have, so have, we really have a lot of respect for anybody who hangs in there with us. So oh, definitely. You can definitely hear Thank all the you. variations that happen in, in our lives. And yeah. So I think that's what makes life interesting. So. Yeah, and I have and to. You guys are along for the journey. <laughs> I do. I do want to say I apologize if we ever sound that way and it's boring because. Well, life is tough sometimes. And so, but we always try to make sure that we get a show out there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So. Okay. We're out of here, everybody. And uh, uh, if I haven't said it already, uh, get ready for Christmas and have a merry Christmas. And we'll talk to you again next week. Have a great one. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2010. Thanks for listening. I didn't want to talk too much about it stuff, but you recognize this? Mojave oil. Oh, yeah, from uh, Hollywood Studios. Yeah, yeah. There's all well, kinds of those little hidden knickknacks. Well, that's what I was trying there. to see, but so many people were coming here at once. Yeah, time, yeah, that's out. fine. Last aid instead of first aid. Yeah. Yeah, I took a picture of that. Yeah.
And if you book travel with us, you won't sound like an elf, we promise. But you will be popular because Santa even books travel with us. Even the elves. Okay, so maybe that won't work. I guess I'm just easily amused. 